all right, this time I'll be the key shop um, <laughs> owner <laughs> and you can be someone trying to buy a quiche. <laughs> Hello. 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 Ah. Welcome to the key shop. Ah. Oh. Oh, I'm so glad I've been walking around all day. Uh, I needed a key so long. Yes. Sometimes people give bad directions to the key shop, don't they? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I, yes. I can't wait for a key. Uh, let me let me tell you, I have been thinking yes. about a key all day. All day. Uh, some, keys, I've just, yes. Oh, my goodness. I cannot wait to have a quiche. Uh, so, um... Well, well, yes. What sort of keys do you want? Well, uh, could you tell me all the different... Uh, so do you do different, like, sort of, sort of designs of quiche? Yes, we have a long quiche and we have a short quiche. We have a very num number of quiche. We do every sort of quiche that uh, that you would be looking for uh, for every sort of purpose. Well, I, I, I'm a very rich man and I uh, I do like a quiche and um, I, I like to, them to look very ornate. Could you, oh, could, could you, yes. Could you possibly make me a design of a, a quiche, please? Yes, of course. I can give you the most designer quiche that you've been looking for. So um, let oh, me help you. And, yes, uh, yes. Obviously, uh, I would love the, the uh, maybe maybe a bit of salmon in, uh, in it would be lovely. <laughs> Sa yes. In your keys. Yes, a bit of salmon, or maybe, or oh. maybe some uh, ham. <laughs> oh, I swear, I'm sorry, sir. I think you've made a mistake. This is the keys shop. Next door is the keys shop. You can hear the difference, can't you? The keys shop and the keys shop. Oh. You see, you're looking for something to eat, aren't you? You can't eat quiche. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just. Yes. Um, why do you have a picture? Why do you have a giant quiche in your uh, in your window there? Ah, uh, you see, I'll explain. Uh, because people often come into this shop thinking to themselves, "I need quiche," but we are the quiche shop, so I put a quiche in the window so people don't get confused and they go next door. You see? Oh! I if you look see. If you look right down the bottom, look, let me show you. If you look right down the bottom of huh? the picture of the keys, there is a very small arrow pointing to next door. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I see. I know it's... I know it's pointing towards our door as well, and that's uh, that's probably the confusion. Uh, well, <clears throat> and thank you for your help there, sir. <laughs> Good that's day. fine. That's fine. Uh, goodbye. Yeah, so, oh, do you want some keys? I, I can I can give you some keys. So I've got lovely keys. Keys for all occasions. Keys for very expensive keys for uh, bougie individuals like yourself. They always they always just go. They just never they never never explain themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got it to quiches. <laughs> nice. Okay, good. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. Fulton, you got a big axe? I'm fighting a bastard tree. Do you want to swap? Hey, <clears throat> Caragor, you kill the Grey Ooze. Oh my god. <laughs> Another one again on this D8. So I'm going to turn it into, I don't know, a large phallus, I suppose. <laughs> it totters and then just collapses onto its side. <laughs> so we've got bugs or a lobster behind this door. It might be a good idea to barricade these doors and rest up. Caragor, what have I never lost sight of my Mason smashes their door in. The adventure continues now.
team, we're rolling. Is this the first time we've recorded two days in a row? It might yeah, be. It could probably. be. It could mm. be. It's our mean... own danger con. Yeah. Danger record con. <laughs> danger recording. Couldn't we record like yeah. like every day in one week once? Like, didn't we do did that? We? Or is it, am I just... Is it just the we, thing that I imagine? We, we, we did do a hardcore, like, session, but I don't, I'm not sure that we did any days on the... I don't think we've ever done days on the trot before. You know, we may have had, like, you know days you can always tell when it's a record day because you just have to look at the weather in the uk yeah. and realize that it's fucking amazing <laughs> because we're yeah. gonna sit inside yeah, yeah. that's when yeah. we record dangerlings that's when we record <laughs> of course look I've, I've got a question like obviously we're having a danger con why did i have to buy a ticket buy a ticket james i don't yeah. know yeah the yeah i know i know why did, why did you're I... technically not part of the danger club oh. basically we i don't know if you've read the oh, small print I d- danger, I, but... no i didn't know who does that you're technically a guest uh, actor on all of these we're gonna, shows. We're going to create our own Green Goblin here. It's like, out! Out am I! I mean, I mean ticketing, yeah. ticketing-wise, neither is Ross, but he counts as a booth babe, so he's oh, still that's fair enough. That's <laughs> Whenever we roll the credits on this, we have to say featuring special guests, <laughs> yeah. Ross Harmston and James <laughs> And James yeah. And <laughs> I know. Someone's, got a good, someone's got a good agent to get the and. Um, yeah. Someone have a good agent to get themselves into all kinds of bother in this adventure. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Danger Club podcast. It's 9 a.m. And that was, that was an early morning the link. Danger Club. That was an early morning link, yeah. <laughs> he got like a good a, enough agent to be to in part of this adventure. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm not, uh, play the game. <laughs> Sorry. You're right, we should just play the game. because it's, it's not even the worst one. <laughs> you know, that, that reminds me of that. On, no, on the way no, back no. from um, Birmingham, from the, the Games Expo, we're on the train, and the train had to stop at a station. And the, the announcer, he just gave up. He was like, hello, everybody. I'm really sorry. The technical fault in this train, so uh, just get off. Just get off at the station. There's another train. Just get off. Just get off. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> Somebody needs another job. I I had to get on a train lately and uh, go see me mum. And I went, uh, waited at the station in St Pancras Rage. It's delayed, delayed. So everyone's like, oh dear, oh, it's a bit delayed. There's a bit of a hustle getting onto the train when it finally turned up. And I went all the way to the front to sit in first class because they declassified first class because, you know, um, fuck the system um, yeah. and burn the masters. But uh, I uh, sit, sit in there, um, it's quite close to the cockpit. What is it the on the train? Cabin, is it a cockpit? Driver's cabin, I believe. Cabin, yeah. Driver's cabin. It needs to be. It's a huge train. It needs to be a bit more glamorous know, than a cabin. Oh well. Anyway, sat next to it. I can hear like the lady being like, "And sorry for the delay. This is a departure for going." And then shuts the door and goes. <laughs> comes out again. She's like, "And we'll uh, be delivering the food catering down in the uh, cat passenger sea." And it's like, I can hear you screaming, babe. So funny. <laughs> Hey, speaking of long uh, transportation services, we've been going for 150 Whoa. episodes. Me meow. We're on 151. What are you talking about? That was last well, yeah, week. You're I know, so but I, last yeah, week, We didn't man. talk about it last week, so I thought I'd bring it up today. We're 150 years wow. old. 
in yeah. podcast years. Not hey, Ross, really Ross, you're weak. <laughs> Last week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's not talk about it then. Fine. Get rid of it. We're talking about James's <laughs> fucking expo for the last three weeks. <laughs> I'll just strip feeding it in there, mate. No, Ross, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. We're at 151 episodes. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm, what is making me happy about being recording, uh, even if it is this early? Being recording? Being recorded. We are being <laughs> recorded. I'm being recorded. We are being, being recorded. Sorry, I'm being a dick this morning, isn't I? I'm oh just like, yeah. God. It's this oh early morning God. records. He's just like, I've been up since really early, so I'm like, yeah, man. Hey, what's going on? We've got the combination of of audio dad sass from Colin, early morning sass, and just general podcast sass. This is is a tough... (laughs) Too much sass. A lot of sass, sassbrilla, mate. Sorry, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? I was going to say my favourite thing about being recording, um, even though it is so <laughs> so early today, is owning it. Is this adventure that we're playing? Is this um, this dungeon? I've been looking forward to getting to this section for so long, getting to the Kalabi Caravan House, and it's one of these things I couldn't push because I was like. Because the, the, the eureka moment of you working out what the clues all mean is like, that has to be in your court for it to for it to be good. Um, and it was a lovely moment. But I, I just knew when we got into this, it would be fun. And I'm... I'm just enjoying playing the game right now. Like I almost, I almost want to get you guys on the roll twenty so you can see the map and and see this because it's this is just this is just like fun classic RPG right now. Mo- moving room to room, investigating stuff, fighting monsters, finding treasure. Um, it's it's just it's so easy to run and it's so easy <laughs> to just to do. Um, that I woke up because we can't fuck around and, <laughs> and go running <laughs> off and you're like no. Yeah. Guess what? I'm going to go over to this shop over here, and then I'm going to have sex with this pig. Nothing you can do about it, Dan. Like that's wow. uh, that you have control. Quickly, that that went really like, quickly. Everyone's like, went oh yeah, we'll be in mirror. a dungeon. We might go to a glove shop. Drum was like, "Fuck a pig." That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. Go prepare yourself. You for went dungeon, David Cameron so quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got Cameron on the mind. I guess, man. I don't know. DCL Cameron on the mind. <laughs> Cameron on the mind. Not to derail again, but lately at a gig I've been working at, I've had to hand out condoms. No ordinary condoms, uh, guys, like pr- like decent condoms. And one of the things they list on the back of their high-quality good is 100% vegan, which throws what? some strange questions as to the condoms that we've all been using prior to yeah. that. Yeah, ma'am. When would a lot of them are made out of like sh- like really uh, really dodgy materials like sheep's intestines and shit like that. If you look into the history of condoms, yeah, they're just like. So we've technically all been doing a David Cameron for years. <laughs> <laughs> that's, think, the, that's the greatest joke he had on us. I mean, I, like we've all been fucking pigs. I don't know about animals in the manufacture of latex, but it's probably the lube. They probably put like oh. animal fat yeah. or something like that in the lube. That's yeah. probably what isn't vegan. Yeah. How grim is that? It, it should be coconut oil. Lord, mate. Just go go full on. <laughs> yeah, 15 coconut, coconut, coconut oil. It should be coconut oil. <laughs> if it was up to you, everything would be <laughs> coconut oil. Your house would be coconut oil. <laughs> if it's been coconut oil, it's not good enough. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. That's sorry. how I check the sorry. weather as well on. is by coconut oil. I just go to <laughs> poke it, see if it's hard or soft and, you know. Drum. <laughs> yeah. Drum, have you had your morning peanut punch yet? Um, no, no I, I, I changed it. I changed it this morning. I'm having sour cherry. Ooh, very with, nice. Um, with a with a special dash of um, some kind of acid in it, which is good for my gammy knee. Yeah. Oh. So uh, mean, that's that's what I'm drinking. Do you mean this just acid? 
Uh, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's actually yeah. it's slithering acid. It's from the. My from name the is John. I drink acid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. I took yes. out to the monkeys. I can barely um, yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I just want to apologise if there is any noise in the background of my recording. I know this is. I know. I know. Usually my recording is lovely but i've got uh, i've got a park life going on at the moment i'm getting rudely awakened by the dustman on a wednesday morning Beautiful. um yeah so that's happening and also my cat seems to be throwing itself at the door at the moment <laughs> whoa <laughs> it's just like wow here's can, johnny can hear my voice he wants to play and i'm not out there in the morning to play with him so he's just like boom boom <laughs> like trying to get in <laughs> To bite my ankles. So if you hear a banging in the background, team, that's what it is. It's not. It's not your next door neighbours. Get no. down. Yeah, it's no. the cat. <laughs> it's oh, just being the cat. a clown. I love how your cat utterly rejects anyone not from your household, pretty much, and bloody loves you. It's just like any time we've gone, we've gone round there to record. The cat's just been like, "Not you, not you, not you, not you." <laughs> Colin, fucking yes. <laughs> Give me your ankle. Yeah. <laughs> he liked me. He came over and sniffed my finger. Yeah, not in a weird me. way. Oh, yeah. Only because you, only because you pre-did your fingers with like meat juice before you got there. I mean, we all know your tricks, Harmston. <laughs> It's the non-vegan condoms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ross's fingers definitely aren't vegan friendly. That's, oh that's my <laughs> goodness. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Dangerlings. That's where we're at. Let's hey, get man. back into this. Let's let's All pick right. up where we were in the Kalabi caravan house. Um, so you guys entered here on the trail um, of um, uh, of the slithering you think there are definitely some clues here you know Matala um, has some kind of a connection to here before she died but there doesn't seem to be anyone home at the moment other than a puddle and uh, an angry wooden statue that's all you've met you've kind of passed through wooden cock actually. Uh, it is now yeah it is now uh, yeah once it had been weakened yes that's correct it is now yes. a weakened wooden penis um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. So, yeah, no, thank you for Sorry. clarifying. Uh, clarity is important in a it's show important. like this. It's important. Yeah. A weak phallus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you made your way. You had a little look around. There's like an entry room which you had to look around. Got some, uh, found some atlases. You went into the next room where there was like a big meet. Looked like there was a meeting room. Looked like a meeting had been taking place, but there was nothing there but a puddle and the. Uh, the statue that became a phallus um you annihilated that room you smashed the tables up you turned the statue uh into a dick uh, you defeated it uh, and then you listened at two of the doors the two doors going out there was a small door and you heard a kind of a you smelled a kind of caustic <laughs> smell coming through the cracks in that door and then there was a larger door just uh, to the south of it uh, from which you heard a kind of scraping and scuttling so in true danger style Caragor launched himself through those double doors and into the room beyond would you like to know what it's like when you get in there Yes, please. Yes. Go on then. Imagine if you said sure. no. no just... Yeah, for like no. <laughs> we walk through with our eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. we wish to make all of our decisions without any description at all. I, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't had players like that in the past. Um. <laughs> right. Let me describe the room for you. So you burst through into what looks like a storeroom. This is a big room. This is bigger than the two other rooms, almost the size of the two rooms that you've just been in combined. Uh, there are lots and lots of rows of shelves along here on which there seem to be boxes, uh, and you can see sort of jugs and 
um, just general trade goods. Uh, a lot of them seem to have bolts of wool in them. Uh, but there seem to be a few other bits and pieces around. There are some little ladders around for climbing up to the higher shelves. Um, in the northern end of the room, there are uh, there is one enormous clay jug, a big clay amphora with a, a lid on it, um, which as you kind of come into the room, Caragor, you look over to your left at it and you can see, and it just seems to vibrate ever so slightly, and you can just hear a scraping inside it. What? A vibrating piece of crockery, you say? A vibrating piece of crockery. You know, the, that reminds me of that theory about Cleopatra, um, who, as some people reckon, invented the first vibrator by getting a very small ceramic jar and trapping bees inside it. Tremendous. Wow. Is that actually true? No, probably not, but it's a theory that goes around. <laughs> it's got pictures, and you, it's it's almost believable, which is what makes it a good theory. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know that it isn't true, uh, but I, yeah. I, I assume that it's not. It, well, it's because um, Cleopatra happened, and then there was about 400 years of Romans afterwards who, whenever a male Roman did something wrong, they were like, oh, yeah, but here's another way that Cleopatra was a slut that's worse than me. Like, that's literally <laughs> her entire reputation comes yeah. from. I think her inventing vibrators is great. It also brings a whole new meaning to the lyrics bees in a trap that I've <laughs> realised only possibly two people here are going to understand so uh, moving on uh, the amphora uh, what, um, what 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 is what does it look like uh, so it, I mean it looks like a giant uh, it's not decorated um, but it's about um, about five feet tall um, with a lid on the top uh, sorry um, in the corner is there anything I'm really sorry I was I was half asleep when you did the description um, have we burst into a place that we thought was going to have monsters in and there's actually just a vibrating vase pretty much yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay cool <laughs> just clarifying alright let me add you one last thing there are two other exits out of here there's a pair there are double doors uh, both on the eastern wall one to sort of the north of the room one to the south of the room they both seem to go on in the same direction from here um, as soon as I see the fact that there is an easy exit to this room yeah. and one possible complication that needn't happen, I usher both Fulton and Velda far away from the amphora <laughs> and just gesture to everybody else. To, well, it was Fulton because, obviously, but lately with Velda's jug antics, you just can't be sure. So Caragor just sort of like not, pushes them over to one side of the room. It, no, just go over there. No, just I was go just going to go, go and have a look. Because there's bees in the jar. No, there's no bees in a trap. There's no bees in a trap. There's no spiders in there, is there? Oh, God. Would that help you stay Oh, God, no spiders. spiders in that jar. Yeah, probably spiders. I want to see if there's any motivational speaking on that on that jar. Caragor just does that thing and grabs Velda's lips <laughs> and just goes shh <laughs> let people explore things <laughs> and then <laughs> and then just hand gestures towards like the other door we could go through uh, I, I assume like we'll just take a little uh, uh, perception wepshi uh, just as we go through in case that that door is like ah oh, it's a door that you have to open the bee jar to get through and it's full of bee avenues and the bees have got to crawl up the door uh, tunnels and then they've got to pull little cogs and then drop the honey into one by one then you've got to roll a d6 I haven't done a dungeon in a long time but I imagine <laughs> it's like crystal maze it's a fucking oh, yeah. crystal maze it's a crystal yeah. maze with bees yeah um, uh, 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 so how, there's two doors there, there's, there's two out. doors yes uh can we do a little perception check to yeah I'm decent by each door stuff. you want to listen at the doors yeah no problem 
Can I? Um, uh, I mean, I also want to check the room over, see if there's anything else we've missed. I was going to um, say uh, I'll detect uh, so, uh, uh, magic. I guess. Okay. And I, I mean, you probably know that that's no, magic. that's fine. Okay, so roll um, roll your perceptions. Uh, those of you listening at the doors, Shania, you don't need a perception. You can just search the room. Okay, um, cool. That's fine. Right. So Shania, you get one it. of you get one of the ladders out, and you just kind of start climbing up and having a little look in some of the boxes um, around uh, on some of the shelves. Uh, let's do Shania uh, first while you're rolling, yeah. while you're rolling those. So you find a few things going through the room. Uh, most, I'll say, most of the boxes contain wool, uh, which looks pretty heavy um, and difficult to carry. However, uh, on the top of one of the shelves, you find seven boxes containing sticks of cinnamon, uh, which may be valuable. Uh, we need a society check to kind of have an idea of how much cinnamon Ooh, is worth. I, I can do um, that. And tucked, uh, and, uh, tucked into one of them, as if being saved for later, uh, you find a potion. Ooh. Nab that. Put that in the bag of holding. Okay, so uh, I rolled a society check, got my first natural 20 on my sparkly dice. Oh, Ooh. very nice. Dun, dun, there we dun, dun. go. Just because I know cinnamon. Um, you do know cinnamon. <laughs> apparently uh, so. Uh, so that's 32. 32. Oh, very much. Easily enough. You paid very close attention when you were in the spice markets of um, of Quantium. Got a bit of an interest in spices, and you've been keeping an eye on the, the local spices prices in um, the uh, <laughs> in the market here. Uh, so you know boxes like this. These Each of these seven boxes is probably worth about 15 gold pieces, wow. uh, and you could sell it at that value in the market. Uh, you wouldn't sell it at, like, 10% because it's a trade good. So wow, if you could sick. take these out... They're, they're, I mean... You know they're they're a bit unwieldy to carry, so you couldn't. Um, I mean, I suppose you could you could get them in the. Is there, you, is there any kind of trolley? bag of holding? You could get them in the bag of holding. There's not a trolley, yeah. no. Okay, I'm just going to well, stick them in, in the bag of holding. Is there any kind of trolley? Yeah, you know, well, this is not such an airport, James. No, no. Anything from the trolley, dearie? <laughs> Why have you gone there? Uh, no, we'll take the lot. Obviously, this, looks, this sounds to me like somewhere where you'd unload your cargo and store it and stuff like that. So I thought there'd be like a porter's trolley or a little little wagon or something. Something to get them in there. Is there you don't need it, Felder. I have a bag of holding. It's really good. Yeah, it's well, like yes, a boy. I, I'm not sure. You've got one too. But this remember, is, but this is quite a large box, and the bag of holding yeah. isn't doesn't have sort of an infinite opening. I mean, mine's quite small. So oh, how, mine's large. How are you going to okay. get this large box? Oh, of they're already in there. It's okay. Caragor listens to okay. both Velda and Shania describing their alternately small and large openings. Looks once <laughs> at Fulton and just goes, "Don't you fucking dare!" <laughs> um, uh, will will the cinnamon boxes fit in the bags of holdings? Uh, so the boxes will not. However, Shania, you sort of just turn and just empty each box in turn into the bag of holding, which now smells like Christmas. It's like a big oh, Christmassy so void. All right, then, mm. well, there we are. Good. Good, great. So, is there any magic in this room? Uh, there's no magic. Oh, then throw in the, the boxes room. at Velda. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Take that! Oh, this is like cardboard in your face. Like Shania Kong. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> uh, would anyone like a crafting check to try and work out what the potion is? Yes. Please. Yeah, yeah why not? Crafting. I'll do it as well. Twenty-four. Oh, Twenty-four. Oh, I got more than you, mate. Oh, I got more than you, buddy, old pal. I got uh, 28. 20. <laughs> Bizarrely, the blacksmith knows more. <laughs> sure it's, crafting's never that specific, uh, but that's fine. Um, you know the principles of crafting well enough to know that this is a moderate healing potion. 
Ooh. Oh, this is a moderate healing potion. It's a moderate I can oh, do, That's what I was going to say. I could do. Uh, cra- I can appraise things as well. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. but now I do. It's strange because I literally. Caragor got given a moderate healing potion in the last room. Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh. It, was, it was the one less than a moderate healing potion. Oh, yeah, you're quite right. It was a lesser. It was oh, lesser. That's, that's actually very valuable. That <laughs> yeah, but now we have a moderate. It's in my bag of holding. Cool. <laughs> moderate. Great. Three, just take it. Uh, okay, so I got a perception of 14 on the door for me. Okay. Uh, on one of the doors, whoever doesn't mind. Were you, uh, Fulton, were you crafting on a potion and also checking it? Let's pick one, mate. Hey. Like, I just, I looked at Bubba looking at it and I just went, ah, it's a moderate healing potion. I mean, I probably failed my perception. So it's got, see, a, it's got a label on it saying moderate healing potion. But it's um, okay, uh, it's not a great perception check. Um, who else was listening at the door? Uh, was it just? Uh, I'll give it. I'll give <laughs> it. <laughs> no. Okay. I think Shania was, wasn't she? Shania's searching the room, so she. Yeah. Definitely okay, not. cool. Uh, there was uh, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay, cool. Um, you don't hear anything from inside. However, uh, you do see cracks of light coming through. So you reckon that, uh, and you check both doors, and you reckon both of these doors open to the outside, um, open to the area. You have a feeling. You feel like the amount of the distance you've covered within this building means it's probably not the doors that Philippe is standing outside. Um, so maybe it's a courtyard or something like that. Hmm. Mm. Ooh. I think, yes, um, it's a courtyard or some sort of interior external space. Interior external, external space. space. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a... Yes, so it's... it's uh, the it's, interior of an external space. Now, look, if you want to explain the, the details of architecture, but yes, internal the, <laughs> inside the walls, and then it, it's an external space, like a courtyard or something. Is this? Can you have an interior external space in the same way as that you can also being recording? I would say yes. They're similar in principle. Yes. Fair enough. I've been to space and I understand transdimensional geography like this. Um, all right. Should we do the inside first, or should we go outside into the courtyard? Well, presumably the um, courtyard's going to have uh, access to other rooms. I think. P- possibly, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, what's our objective here? We're just finding the cause of the solar well, yeah, yeah, box. No, right, we are, we are trying, trying to find the box. We're trying to find out what Matala and what happened to her. Well, no, we know what happened to her, but we need to find we've got, box, well, and we need to find We've out got these shards, right? Caragor just yeah. Caragor yeah, <laughs> just looks with his one eye towards that amphora that's you know vibrating. I'm like, I just can't help but feel that didn't go off and it didn't do anything and I, now I feel it's going to be important somehow we're going to come back to it we're going to be like oh the jar full of stuff mm. do you want me to smash it? but you are emphatic no Should no we we're not smashing we it not come smash it. It. No, no 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 no. I think I've no, got a, no. a hidden talent at smashing um, what a hidden talent for lifting medium heavy things and then smashing <laughs> them on unwary of civilians yes yes uh, I just, I've never really tried it before and uh, hey, hey. Bubba goes over to the jug hey Bubba don't, don't touch it Bubba. I'm not going to touch it did you, you, detect, touch you detected it. magic already on this yeah I yeah? detected magic there's no magic and there's no magic okay. no 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 let me just have a little can I do a uh, like a uh, I don't know a law check maybe um or appraisal uh, of an, a things perf- check. let me do a performance check if <laughs> I'll do a performance by the jug and see if anything happens. Okay, you you play a song at the yep. jug. I'll play okay. this a song for the jug. Oh jug, <laughs> let me know your secrets. Jug, I want to know what's keeping inside your. Oh, is it bees? Is it bees? Is it, is bees? it a genie? Uh, it's uh, twenty uh, twenty three. 
23. 24, actually. A 24. Oh, okay. Um, As you sing a... You start to sing a melodious song to the uh, jug. You can hear the scraping kind of seem to almost move to the side where you are as if drawn towards the sound of the music. Um, and the jug begins to kind of rock and ever so slightly tilt. Uh, Bubba would like to move back. Oh, I, think, I think the jug <laughs> no, no, likes no, 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 singing. No. Push it back, push it back up, push it back so it doesn't fall Tell over. It's up to the far wall. Yeah, yeah, I've done that as well. Uh, is something in there? There's something in there. There's something in there. <laughs> we, we knew there was something yes, in I, there. That was never in question, but uh, it seems to like singing. The jug, um, as the weight shifts oh, on no. it, just tilts over and just tumbles onto its side and shatters. And pouring out of it is just in a, a vast carpet of millipedes. Um, of little bugs and you can see their little biting jaws uh, and tons of them just come pouring out just covering the top end of the room um, god I can't believe this fight actually happened roll for initiative danger club oh, oh, we're dealing bitch. with a swarm. swarm swarm we're eliminating variables well, setbacks happen yeah it might yeah it might have happened anyway okay we so can we can blame it was me bit. first then it was Velda and now it's Bubba's that's ruined things Let, let's I let's face it anything. someone else yes, was going to go and do <laughs> something to that jug like it wouldn't have, if I hadn't done something someone else would I, I want to be absolutely clear the jug was unnecessary uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> let's find well, out how are we doing Velda yeah. what's your initiative uh, it's not great it's a 16 a 16 oh good that's what you want that's what you want is your wizard uh, to be with See, the I, AOEs to be low when you're fighting is, Swarm I haven't got any AOEs left oh Ooh. what is the point of you I mean you'll find out <laughs> when we fight something next but you know uh, creatures which are immune to magic got bloody anything oh gosh Fulton give me a number <laughs> Uh, 23 23 uh, Shania Rain What we got? 18 Oh my uh, goodness Really? S- sorry yeah. I keep forgetting wow, to, I rolled I keep real forgetting bad. to do this I keep forgetting to do this But it triggers Every time we roll initiative There's no action spent It's scouts warning Caragor goes um, Fire an area of effect things please uh, To give everyone a plus one To their initiative Very good oh, Okay so oh, 19 That's cool <laughs> I've got the other ones And Caragor uh, 27 27, a little bit better than last time. Bubba Von Hoops. 27, Karagor, you go first, mate. Very, very good. Right, let's get some initiatives. Uh, let's get some people placed on the map. I think we'll, fair enough, we'll God. put Bubba closest to it. Um, he banked up against the wall. I said that, Dan. Come on, mate. <laughs> you were in the process of backing up. Um, so... Mm. I don't know. I said very quickly. Back oh, up oh, yeah, because that's the <laughs> Bubba does not. Well, because move I know what you're like, Dan. I know that you do this. I know you do this. What make you suffer? <laughs> that's the why I said. Consequences of your actions. Yes, it's disgusting. <laughs> I protest. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Caragor uh, is the first person to react as this absolute shit show goes down. Um. Ka- ba- 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 
If I jump in there, they're probably going to swarm all over me. So if anyone's got anything to keep things swarming off me, I could probably take a bit of fire damage if you want to set me on fire. Oh, here I go. Never lost fight to man nor beast. Uh, Carrigo gets his flappy hammers out and goes, Wappity, wappity, I think millipede's a crappity. Um, and jumps forward. You to run to attack one of the millipede swarms. Um, oh, what is there's multiple swarms? There, there are two swarms. They spread out to form two swarms. Okay, uh, which one's the most? Which one looks like it's going towards my friends the quickest? Uh, both of them look like they very much intend <laughs> to go towards your friends. That's fair. And which one of them's closest? Uh, they're both next to each other because they've just come and out of the thing, so they're equal equal distance. So you give me something either. else to differentiate them. You Have they got different spots either. on their back, or um, <laughs> one of them looks like it's probably into R&B the other one (laughs) looks like it's more of a classic rock swarm okay then Millipede Carey is going to get done first I think Um, I'm going to jump towards that one and let's see what how far away is it Uh, you can get there in one move one move one hunt one strike Carrigal one fang Um, give me a uh, what kind of what kind of creature is it I think it's uh, (laughs) a I reckon it's vermin. Is that still a thing in this? No, it's not. It's a creature. It's an animal. Okay, go ahead. Give me a nature check. Nature. That would be a 23. A 23 is enough to know some stuff about it. Um, so it is a Mwangi millipede swarm. Uh, let's see. It is It is not, like in first edition, it is not completely immune to, um, to physical attacks. In first edition they are. In this... It, um, it has a lot of resistance to physical attacks. Um, slightly less to slashing. A lot, re- lot of resistance to bludgeoning and piercing. Um, ah. It's weak against area damage. Uh, and, it, and it has got some venom to it. Um, I don't think that will be in there. It's not critical. But, uh, it's not far off a critical. Uh, there you go. That's what you know about them. Okay. Um, I... Do slashy slashes and magic, and uh, they've got a bit of poison in them as well. Don't correct me on the venom. Um, and oh god, do I switch back to my slashing weapons because they do less damage than my blood? Ah, oh, but then the resistance is gonna. Oh shit. Um, I guess I'll. I guess I'll switch to the cookeries with a quick draw. Um, okay, and then the hunt brain, and then attack. Ah, fuck! I dropped it off the table. Uh, um, it's a 20. 20 is a Ooh. hit. Nice. So the hunt prey is that. Oh, crap. Um, six and <laughs> that's nine points of damage total. Uh, some of that slashing, some of that's hunt prey damage. Nine points of slashing right there. The hunt prey damage... Uh, do you need to split? Do you need me to split it up? I might need to. Is the hump? We we always come up on this. Is the hump prey precision damage, um, or is it just damage? I'll tell you. What, um, I'll let you look at. I'll, I'll put it on now, and if we if it's wrong, we'll take it back. Uh, so okay. it's uh, nine points of damage. Have a look. Have a quick look at your whatever your uh, uh, whatever your ability is. It's, meanwhile, we'll go to Bubble Von Hoops. Okay. So um, they the two swarms are they? How close am I? Uh, so, Bubba, you are currently 25 feet from each of them. 
25 feet. Okay, and how close is Sorry, Caragor? 20 feet. 20 feet. And how close is Caragor now? Uh, Caragor is currently uh, zero feet from... Well, five feet from... <laughs> he ran right up to it to start here. Okay, so the... I guess the other sphere... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to cast... Well, I'm going to move back five feet. Okay. Uh, so take a five-foot step. Uh, and um, cast Gravity Well Ooh. on that swarm. This is my last... Mister, I've got no spells left. Tell us about Gravity Well. It's my well. last level three that I've got. So, 30-foot uh, radius burst. You create a sphere of altered gravity. All creatures and unsecured objects in the area move towards the center. Uh, depending on their reflex save throws. The f- this follows the rules for forced movement. If there's not enough space near the center of the sphere, creatures and objects nearer to the center move first, and others move as far as they can without being blocked up to the amount set by the saving throw outcomes. Um, so there we go. That's how it works. Uh, okay, where are you going to place the... Uh, so these two these two swarms are in the far end, far corner of the room, uh, yep. the Caragor fighting. Where do you want to place the gravity well that's going to try and that's going to pull them towards it? Well, is there a chance that I can put it in uh, in the middle of both of them without affecting Caragor, or is uh, that? Oh, it's a thirty-foot burst, so it will. Uh, if you the furthest you could place it, and it would still affect it. Um, <laughs> the furthest you could place it would be right against the wall in the back of the room, in which case it would affect both swarms, Caragor and you. Yeah, sure. So I could put it in, essentially if I put it in the centre of one of the swarms. That could put it in the centre uh, of one of the swarms. Hit, one, hit, hit me would, as well if it gets them both. Get me as well. It would it would get Caragor. It wouldn't get you if you did that. Right. Okay. Um, hit punch it. me. I can take it. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, really out of game. Is that a good idea? I've got no idea what your spell does, and neither does Caragor. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. So it basically, just pulls everything into this gravity. Like, oh, so I'll be trapped in a horrible so You'll be trapped swarm. in this swarm. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like a good idea. Like mega globe swarm of Because I was thinking, yeah. if there's two, if there's two swarms and Caragor's fighting one, then one of them would be pulled towards this gravity sphere, and the uh, other one actually we kind tactically of deal it with. makes a lot of cool sense to neutralize one by just trapping it when while we deal with one. That's uh, what I was thinking. Makes yeah. a lot of sense, but you know what? I mean, you do whatever you think's cool, mate. Like. <laughs> no, that that was my that was my first that was my initial thought to to am I mean I mean my initial thought was that I should have gone first really because then we wouldn't be in this mess. Um, <laughs> That's another fight mess you've got us into because because then you wouldn't be in melee with these them, meddling millipedes. Okay, so is that possible, Dan, to uh, concentrate on the one uh, swarm? Uh, <laughs> concentrate on the one swarm. I mean, you can drop it on the one swarm. Yeah, it's still going to hit. It's still going to affect everyone. It's a massive. The room's it, quite small. It's, it's, okay, it's not I, like it's a big room, but it's. I mean, it's a thirty-foot radius. It's an enormous radius. Yeah, yeah, it's quite big, isn't and you can't I mean, specify it, who it ignores. So it's uh, all I've got. Yeah. I haven't really got any fire fucking stuff. Or do it, left, fucking so. do it, man. All right, it's Just done. All right, you done, place man. a gravity well on top of one of the swarms. <laughs> um, uh, immediately, they start being pulled. You see the, the bugs gri- gripping at the ground as they start to be pulled towards it. So the first one is going to go ahead and try and make a reflex save to, against uh, my against, against your, my roll against your spell DC. Oh, against um, bodies. Okay. So it goes for. Oh, it's reflexing. Ain't terrible. That's a 16. It's not going to work. Okay, and let's have one for. Is that a fail or a crit fail? That's a fail. It's, uh, it's not a crit fail, no. Okay, uh, and let's have one for uh, Caragor as well, please. Reflex save. Come on, come on, come on. 
that is it's a 26 yes you uh, succeed uh, cool. success you move five feet towards the center so Caragor moves five feet towards it whoop um, but not anywhere the other one moves 15 feet towards it um, yeah placing it uh, it cannot take up the same space as the other swarm because there's already a swarm there so it kind of Caragor is pulled towards it the other uh, millipedes are pulled towards it and Caragor and the millipedes all converge on each other in the same square as they're all pulled into the gravity together <laughs> you just see Caragor disappear into this swirling mass of it's like Twister there's kind of a tornado of millipedes <laughs> yeah, being yeah, pulled yeah. in and Caragor just disappears into it Cat. Bill Paxton's there as well, just going <laughs> yeah. around. Carragor. That's the same cow. Caragor and the Millipedes yeah. has got to be your new band, surely. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. Fulton. Right. Uh, furious focus on one of the right. swarms. Uh, I, uh, I have to do a reflex without save, me yeah? ex- uh, Without me explaining... Um, Anything more about the room? I would oh, like I did. Have, I did have. Uh, sorry, I had one. Uh, oh no, because I moved. Cassette. Carry on. My mistake. Um, you um, you were listening at a door, Fulton. Um, yes. So uh, I would like you to say, uh, <coughs> tell me, north or south? Uh, south. South. Okay, that means that you are uh, forty-five feet away from. <laughs> the, uh. Oh no, wait. Probably forty feet away from the nearest swarm. Uh, cool. I will spend two actions to walk over, and then I will just hit one of them. Uh, I pre-rolled it already because very nice. W- uh, Good lad. And it's with my um, uh, great axe, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. That's a hit, not a crit. Yeah, habba dabba do. Fuck you. Seven, eight, uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve points of damageio. Slashing damage. <laughs> Very nice. You run over and just cleave your axe through a load of the millipedes. <laughs> um, okay. Um, very nice. Take out a load do of millipedes. <laughs> just do I have to make a reflex save you to to do what to stop from for to stop from moving into the. Uh, the gravity, the gravity well, no it's a single burst it just pulls people in and then disappear and then dissipates ah, okay, again. Cool. so you're you're cool. fine now um, okay it's time for the millipedes to have a go <coughs> uh, well we're time for one of the millipedes to have a go let's have a look one action oh okay in that case it moves oh. It moves one. It takes one action to move one square forwards to envelop Fulton as well as Caragor, because it covers four squares. Can it do that while it's being pulled by this thing? For yeah, gravi- gravity walls. Are, it does not sustain. It's not a sustained spell. It just pulls people oh, and then winks the out. So, okay. uh, so you pull them into the corner and then it just they move back out again. Um, so it envelops Caragor and Fulton. Uh, second action it unleashes a load of swarming bites uh, I would like reflex saves from both Caragor and Fulton please um, oh. 24 17 24 and 17 24 is a success for half damage a uh, Eight, 17 is a fail uh, so Fulton you take 8 points of piercing damage uh, Caragor you take 4 points of piercing damage and I need both of you to make a fortitude save 
Oh. Oh. 26. Oh, 32. Jesus. Wow, you both pass with flying colours. You are not affected by the... Um, you're not affected by any of the poison. And what should we do with the other action? It bites you again. Uh, let's get for, uh, reflex saves again. A natural 20. Very good. That's a six. Natural one. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. The dices have turned. That's right. The Ooh. dices have turned. Yes. <laughs> you are being recordings and the dices have turned. The word is already a plural. Yes. Oh, yes. Carol, you are being in so much trouble for this. Uh, <laughs> so, Fulton, critical success. You take no damage at all. You don't have to roll against poison. You are fine. Uh, Carol, critical fail. You take double damage. You take eight points of piercing damage. Okay. And, uh, and I need another fortitude save for you to resist their venom. Natural two. Uh, So it's a 12 total. A 12 total is a critical fail. Um, You immediately move to stage two of the poison. Uh, So you take take further... You take a further five points of poison damage. You are now poisoned. uh, And you are... You are flat-footed, and you are clumsy. Clumsy one. <laughs> okay. Um, clumsy. Poison starting to seep through Fulton! 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 Sorry, I was blowing my nose. What? There's poison. There's poison running through my veins. Have you got time to sing? There's one in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And they, they hate this because this is the R&B swarm. They can't... The other one's kind of digging it. This one's not sure. Um, so clumsy means you're at a minus one. Effectively, for this fight, you're at minus one to AC, reflex saves, uh, ranged attack rolls, uh, and any skill check that involves decks. So that will affect... But not melee attack rolls. Not melee attack rolls because you strength for melee attack rolls. I heard you loud and clear, Dan. You are good for that. Um, all right. That was one term for them. It means it's now Shania Rain's go. Okay, so Shania, mm. um, she shouts across. Uh, she says, hey, one fang, Battlestone. Brace yourselves, boys. And then <laughs> we literally can't. She, the game, the game mechanics don't let us do that in, in inside <laughs> of your turn. Yeah. I know it's a real shame, but uh, you yeah, try anyway. Um, and then, uh, and then she uh, says some words, moves her hands, and then she sort of expands like a balloon, and then blows out a huge gust of air that uh, that ripples towards the, um, the 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 swarm. Hopefully. Knocking the swarm away from the larger ah. people, so they're because they're too big to be blown away by. But the swarm is—they're small. It's—it's it's unseasonable squall is what I'm using. Oh. Unseasonable <laughs> squall, and it sounds like this. <laughs> unseasonable squall. What a wonderful <laughs> name. Uh, where's that from? Yep. From extinction. That's, that's from the. Uh, nice. That's from the um, British School of Magic. Just like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think you, you have to 
take a oh what is it do, um, uh, let's have a look so, uh, right. reminder for our listeners this is an uncommon spell it's from extinction curse but we have a general rule that we say spells taken from ap's are generally fine unless they're completely nonsensical because it's fun to be able to play around with lots of different spells so and seasonable squall is fine you blast cold <laughs> sudden winds uh, everyone so in that case we need uh fortitude saves lots to start your next turn as well fortitude saves from um fulton caragor and both swarms <laughs> okay 30 for fulton 27 for caragor yes so that is a critical success for Fulton. Uh, no, it's, it's successes for both of you um, against Shania's spell DC. Uh, that's fine, there's no crit success. You are unaffected. Um, the swarms are 22 and a 14. Aha. So what um, Well, let's see. see. Oh, 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 it's, it's 22. So one of them... One uh, I guess... Yeah, one succeeds and, and, and one fails, but it's I don't, it's not critical. I don't it, think it is it? not. I'm no. going to consider it a critical failure though because they're under one bulk. So I'm going to move oh, okay. one step further along. So it's okay. knocked back. The so they both they both fail. Um, they can't be knocked prone because they're swarms. So that's not affecting yeah. it. Um, however, it is pushed back five feet, which pushes it off Fulton. Still on Caragor. Um, oh, but it does no. take two d6 points of bludgeoning damage. So hey. go ahead and roll some damage. All right, let's roll a bit of damage. Come on. Uh, and that is eight points of damage. Eight points of eight points of damage, and oh, you know what? I'm going to add some extra damage on that because uh, it is an area effect spell, so it's going to be some yeah. extra. So we'll put another five points on that. Eight plus five equals fifteen. Uh, no, thirteen. What am I doing? Um, which <laughs> kills the swarm. Yeah. 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 Uh, very, awesome. very good. So you're Sh- kind of as Shania, Shania, you, you, you're bringing, you're bringing the light. Do you know why? Uh, why is that? Because that was swarmed Paul. I don't no, get I, it. No. <laughs> uh, I think he is poisoned by centipedes. I appreciate you. Just give me what? the light. Uh, okay. Just give me the light. I don't have any light. No, you did it. You brought the because that's. <laughs> oh, I did ball. it. Have I already done it? Swap. Have I ruined Sean, your job? Sean Paul, everyone. <laughs> Sean Paul. You're, you're talking to a group of people who are approaching or in their forties who remember Blue Cantrell, and that's about it. <laughs> he did I, last, I, last I, I was there with We're you, man. Not including you, Colin. We know yeah, you know Colin all the music. Gets it. <laughs> 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 Okay, so what? Let me. Do, what happens is you just uh, as these uh, millipedes are swarming over Fulton and Caragor, just a blast of wind hits both of you. Brace um, and manage to stand where you are. The millipedes are flung off you and just splattered across the wall behind, directly behind, um, just covering the thing, just dripping down. And the last few that survive scuttle away. One down, one to go. Oh, and it's it's go. Um, actually, it's not his go because Shania has one action left. Oh yeah, I do. Um, uh, with this action, uh, I am going to. Oh, oh, oh. My God, I hadn't thought that far ahead, motherfucker. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'm gonna 
m like move away from it as far as okay. I can. Yeah, you, move, you move back yeah. to the Velda line. Uh, <laughs> yep, back to the... <laughs> the best of lines. Which means uh. it's time for the other millipede swarm. Uh, the other millipede swarm immediately swarms back onto Karagor and Fulton. Um, <laughs> into the space vacated by its friend. Uh, it then unleashes a pair of swarming bites uh, on both of you. Uh, so let's have some. First of all, let's have a reflex save from both of you. 22. 22. It's a success for Fulton. If you take half, you're going to take half damage. Yeah. Oh my god. Also 22. 22. Success. Half damage for you. Uh, which is good because that's not a bad roll. So, uh, so it's, uh, both of you take four points of piercing damage and let's have some fortitude saves. Uh, 26. Natural 20. one. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Shit, Shit man. That is a crit save. Fortunately, there is only a stage two of this, so you just take it again. Uh, Fulton, you take absolutely <laughs> no effect from this. Uh, Karagor, you take another six points of poison damage. Um, and uh, then they, it's going to do it again. Sorry to keep making you roll dice, but let's have reflex saves again for you. 20. A 20, that's a fail. I'm running out of space on the hit points box. Just got to rub out some more. <laughs> and, uh, and Fulton? Uh, um, 25. 25. It's another success for Fulton. Crushing these reflexes at the moment. Yeah, uh, buddy. So go ahead, uh, Fulton, uh, take four points of damage, and Karagor, uh, you failed that, didn't you? Yep. Um, so Karagor, you're going to take nine points of piercing damage, uh, and then it's, and then it's a, a fortitude again. Uh, tw 26 again. 26, wow. Fulton's still fine. Natural 20. Natural yes. 20. Critical success. Oh, there we go. Okay, Um, and I think, does that reduce your poison stage? Oh, I know we're going to get letters about this. Um, <laughs> get letters? <laughs> <laughs> letters to the studio. Uh, letters to the editor. Um, I'm saying it does. It moves you down a stage. moves you down to... Um, uh, moves you down to stage two cool. uh, stage one rather um, but you don't cool. take any further damage for that um, I've got to remember how poison works we have had it, have had it for so long um, but that's fine okay so you don't take damage from this one Cool. Oh, not feeling good, I imagine, by now, Karagor. Mm -hmm. All right, then. Uh, it's Velda's go. Gosh, this has been a long combat. It has been a long combat. Now, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, the only thing I thought I might be able to use is uh, is acid, but that's gonna that's probably going to hit Karagor and or Fulton. Uh, so instead, I'm just going... Is it? Wait, wait. Is it something we'll have to pass a save for? Because me and Fulton are feeling good about this shit. I mean, it's... Mm, <laughs> Do it's not, it! Not, Do it! No, but I'm not even sure it'd be effective to be honest because it's acid cast it into the swarm destroy it <laughs> it's acid arrow which uh, just persistent acid damage potentially but it is sort of they are lit. yeah so you target you, you target a thing yeah you, you wouldn't necessarily hit us with that that's not even AOE no uh, but I'm not entirely sure it'd be effective and it's quite a powerful spell and I'll just waste it on a, on a swarm can I do a uh, it would be effective you just don't want to use a spell <laughs> shut up uh, can I use uh, uh, what would it be to see how effective acid arrow would be against the swarm? 
Uh, check. Uh, yeah, it would be. So you spend an action, and I would like a nature check. Oh, oh, good, good. <laughs> that's my lamest stat. Uh, no, that's a five. That's an eight. Eight? You've no idea. No idea. Right. Uh, in that case, I will. Uh, I'll t- I'll cast electric arc. Okay. You cast an electric arc yeah. on the swarm. Um, it tries to make a reflex save. Gets a thirty. Oh god! So it's a success, not a crit success. Takes half damage. Okay, that's fine. Uh, now it's heightened to level three, so it's four d four. Plus my spellcast ability modifier, which is Dan, because for some reason Path Builder does not have that on the sheet. It, it's it's four. It's 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 almost certainly four. Four. If you've got an eighteen in your key stat, yeah. it's always worth knowing what your key stat is because yeah. you're, you're going to be adding that to a lot of stuff. Oh, it's not it's actually that's not too bad. That's uh, that's eight plus four. It's twelve. Six six points of damage. Very nice. Uh, six points of damage. It crackles with electricity, and a few of them fry away. Uh, I can tell you that precision damage from the uh, the uh, hunter's edge would not have gone through because they are immune to precision damage. I see, um, but that's fine. They're they're splattered against the wall now. We're not going to go take hands off the chess piece on that one. We're not going to take it back, but we'll remember that for the future. We won't. We've said that every time that precision <laughs> damage has come up, and we'll <laughs> we'll forget it again. Uh, but we'll see. Okay, so that was your. Um, that was uh, two actions. You got anything else there, Velda? Shield? Uh, well, no, because I've used an action to... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, you recall knowledge. Recall knowledge, yeah. It's me. Very honest. Well done. All right, we're coming back around to Karagor One Fang. Um, there's still uh, the millipede. I want to say I was going to do a million dead gag, but no one knows million dead because this is the rock swarm, isn't it? Uh, never mind. Um, so they're still, they're still up and about, aren't they? They are. And this is not the one that I hunt preyed on because the other one that I hunt preyed on got blown off, didn't it? it? Did this is a new one? Fine, I hunt prey on this one. Um, on a recall, uh, nature check of if I know anything more about them. I'm on fifteen. That's nothing. That's not a critical, is it? Um, yeah, so not, that's not going to be successful. So just two attacks. One with the D. Oh, so the, oh no! I do. Well, why, why am I doing that? I just learned that. Would Caragor know that his precision damage from his hunter's edge wouldn't wasn't going through from the last attack? Uh, yes, be... you would know that. Yes. Okay, fine. In which case, I don't do that. I just take yeah, no use. Problem. I use three attacks instead. Um, that's a natural twenty. Nice. Oh, ho, ho, a critical hit. Great. Critical we... hit on the swarm. Is there uh, a card? Do I get a card, a card now? There's I get a card, card guys. Right up. So you're slashing. Like severed, severed tendon. <laughs> Until healed, the target is clumsy one and suffers a minus five penalty to its land speed. Um, you sever the tendons of enough of the millipedes that you slow them down. Do they even have tendons? I don't think they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's, it's probably quite traumatic to watch if you're Fulton, just Caragor just picking up millipedes and slicing yeah, them uh, one up. Just, just being that that creepy <laughs> yeah. kid who you know down who lived down the street, you know, just, <sighs> not even pulling the leg off, just like cutting each leg a little bit. Yeah, Ooh. just cut those tendons. And then he Sid from Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was so that was on a crit. That was uh, that was twelve damage uh, slashing damage on a crit. Um, the next okay. attack will be will be twenty four. A 24 is also a hit. Which will be a further 9 points of slashing damage. Okay, it's still alive. Still some, f- still some millipedes left. Yeah, the final attack's probably not going to hit. That's only a... 
Uh, that's only a 17 on the final attack. A 17 on the final attack is not a hit. And uh, let's get a... Uh, let's see, what's the duration on that? So zero, one round. One round. Okay, let's get another fortitude save to see if you can recover from the poison. Oh, it's... Mm, oh, it's given me millipede collie and the infinite sadness, this one. Um, that's... That's also 17. That was also a 17. It is a fail. You move back to stage two of the poison. The poison oh, stays in uh, your system. Shania shouts, it's just, I can see you're not feeling well, but but I did get that last joke, so, okay. Caragol <laughs> weighs up what's more important in his mind and then just gives a, a big beaming thumbs up back to Shania. <laughs> you, uh, so you take another 10 points of poison damage. Kidoki. Not feeling great right now. To quote the Darkest Dungeon, my veins are on fire. <laughs> oh. It's a great game. Uh, Bubba Von Hoops, can we end this fight? Well, uh, let's see, shall we? Uh, I was thinking about doing grim tendrils, but I don't want to damage anyone in the in the in the area any more than they've been damaged. <laughs> so I'm going to use telekinetic projectile and just uh, one of those boxes on the shelf. I'm just going to smash that down okay. onto the blooming la la las. Beautiful. Do you roll to hit with this one, don't you? Uh, it's uh, yeah, I can okay. do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's up to you. I like what? What does the spell say? Cold? I mean, I can do. No, it's it's a uh, it's a cantrip. So yep, that, yep. But it either it makes either the monster needs to make a save or you make an attack. One of those two things. Uh, yeah, make a ranged attack. Yes. Okay, so okay. Make, a, make a spell attack. Uh, it's good. It's twenty-two. Twenty-two is a hit. Roll yes, mate. Roll damage. damage. All right. So it's um, six plus your spell casting ability. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage reduced by damage reduction because it's bludgeoning. Still alive. Ah! Damn it. Got one action left. One action left. All right, let's um, do the old uh, inspire courage. Do the inspire. You inspire everyone, which could be good because it's Fulton Battlestones go. I've already pre-rolled it. Uh, it is a Furious Focus with a 28. 28 to um, hit, not a crit. Um, cool. That is... Uh, six. Oh, uh, that was a 19 with a 6. Uh, 25 plus... Uh, 29 points of damage. 29 points of damage. And you annihilate Yay. the millipede swing. Yeah. Huge swing. You Jeez, smash your axe through descending millipedes flying in all directions. And they just all sort of scatter around. Caragor staggers as the venom courses through him, looking pretty ropey as he kind of leans on something trying to keep his footing. He's still poisoned. He's going to need some healing. He's going to need seeing to. And we'll find out what happens with that next week. Oh, That's where we leave it for tonight. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh my God. I nearly... I nearly deleted those millipedes from the initiative tracker because I was like, okay, they've seen the pot. They're never going to uh, break the pot now. <laughs> Should have known better. No. What have we learned from yes. this? Beautiful. What have we Dear learned? Idea. Don't sing at millipedes. <laughs> yeah. Hey! Welcome! 
Welcome to Dangerling of the Week. This week's episode was made possible by our Patreons, but especially our Dangerling of the Week. Her name is Candice Licorini. Can dice. It's like she can, can dice. Can dice with me. Can dice with me. Can dice with me. Can dice. Can dice can away. Can dice with me. To get your name on the show, go to patreon.com forward slash.